You know what guy's gonna pay for the appetizer when he doesn't ask you what you want for the appetizer? <laughs> you ever go to a restaurant before? You guys, oh, we'll have some uh, blue cheese, uh, you know, broccoli clout, whatever, yeah, you know. Right. And like, you know, he's paying because he didn't ask your opinion. Right. He's, I didn't ask your opinion. You I, got what you wanted. I got what I wanted, and I'll pay for it. But that's that's what I wanted. Yeah. It was amazing. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Post Lunch. My name is Anthony Jen, and I'm here with the great Kevin Hockenberry. That is a wonderful intro. Thank you so much. I. I hope to live up to that. You do. Oh, thanks, man. Um, today is a very special day because um, with our new rating system that are, we uh, we use for the where we have lunch, um, I, f- I feel like um, we're going to score some points today. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're, we're putting some runs on the board. We put some runs on the board for sure with this with this yes. lunch. Um, and these aren't RBIs. Gosh. These are not these are not RBIs. Those are definitely RBIs. No, what we have these are, these are home runs. These are just yeah, but home runs has, has RBIs. Like when you hit a home run, you have RBIs. In um in Yelp terms, <laughs> well, I'll I'll do a Yelp translation at the end of this. Okay. Okay. Um, so today we went to a place called um, the Back Porch. It was in Longwood, Florida. We happened to be um, away from the office. Base camp. Yeah, because we had to go pick up a baptismal tank. Yeah, which is like half full now because it's in the back of my truck and it's in pouring rain. I like that you said half full, not half empty. Half empty. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, so we, we had to be on that side of town. And uh, when when we were yelping this, or not yelping this place, but on the, the Waze app to get there, you're like, mm-hmm. oh, here we are. We're at the, it was in this Publix Plaza. Yeah, it's right by Wakiva Springs. For anybody that's familiar with um, Central Florida, Wakiva Springs is one of like kind of, it's a destination springs here in Central Florida. Crystal clear water. Oh, dude, it's unbelievable. It's stunning. A lot of people come to Orlando and they never like leave iDrive. Like they never leave like Disney and that mm. whole area. But there are some beautiful springs and there's all, all kinds of places. And so this is Wakiva Springs. And I'd been to Wakiva Springs. I'd been to the Publix in this shopping center. And I had no idea that this place even existed. So we were driving up and there was like, you're like, yeah, it's going to be like bar food. And I was like, okay, cool, man. Right. Like, you clearly, you do a lot of the research and where we're going to go and stuff like that. With, clearly. Yeah. And uh, so there's there was this this uh, sports bar. I was like, oh, well, that's not it. And then we like made the corner a little bit and there's another one. It's like, well, that's not it. Yeah, there were like five sports bars. Yeah, there. and that it was one interesting. Plaza. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. And so um, then we're like, you're like, well, where is it? I was like, well, it's called the back porch. I wonder if it's on the back side of the plaza. And right. it was. It was. Yes. Um, so it was pouring rain. Yep. And you and uh, you let me out like a gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> it was really more for my daughter, Annalise, who was with us, yes. by the way. I let her out. And you <laughs> yeah. just happened to, you know. Yes, I jumped out also. <laughs> so uh, Annalise and I went in. You parked the car in the pouring rain. Um, when you walk inside this place, it is the... Um, quintessential sports bar but clean clean yeah florida feeling very you know what i disagree i felt it had some up north vibes really including the food which we will get to in a moment no for me it was like all of the wood okay made it feel like 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 tiki-ish or something yeah i don't know there's something about it that felt like okay it felt tropical it was just so much cleaner and nicer than many florida sports bars i've been to Okay, that's fair. Except um, for okay, we'll, we won't get into that. Yeah, I, it, the bathroom apparently wasn't ideal. I didn't go, which is unusual because I usually hit the bathroom at least once. Yeah, uh, I did not go. Apparently, the bathroom was the only fail here. Yes, uh, but but it when you hear what we're about to say, right, you f- quickly forget about the bathroom. Right. Uh, so we sat down and I looked at the menu and they had pretzel bites with beer cheese. 
And okay, you have been talking about yeah. wanting that. Yes. And so like it made sense that you said, I'm gonna get this. We're getting that. I just yeah. got it for the table. Yeah. Yeah. You know what guy's gonna pay for the appetizer when he doesn't ask you what you want for the appetizer? <laughs> you ever go to a restaurant before? <laughs> the guy's, oh, we'll have some uh, blue cheese, uh, you know, broccoli clout, whatever, yeah, you know? Right. And like, you know, he's paying because he didn't ask your opinion. Right. He's, I didn't ask your opinion. You I, got what you wanted. I got what I wanted and I'll pay for it, but that's, that's what I wanted. Yeah. It was amazing. Uh, man, where do we go from here? Okay. So when we were ordering, this is how I knew. You probably already knew about this place. I can I, tell by the pictures on Yelp that the I food didn't was good. know. This is how we knew. I asked a question to the server when mm-hmm. we placed our order. You yeah. said, I'm going to get the beer cheese right. with the pretzels. Like You did all the ordering, and then right. I ordered my thing. And I said, hey, do you guys make your blue cheese here homemade? She's like, yeah, and the ranch. Yeah, And, she, and she said, come to think of it, everything on our menu is homemade. Nothing is frozen here. Right. And in that moment, my heart grew two sizes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was very... Um, I became very excited for what we were about to do. Yeah. So when the Cistro, Cisco, sorry, truck pulls into that plaza, it's hitting the other sports bars. Yeah, it's just to give a high five to the cook. It ain't stopping there, bro. (laughs) Right. Uh, At this point in time, I just think we play the song. All right. Play the song. So we had the pretzels and beer cheese, and the pretzels were so warm. Oh, and buttery. And buttery, salty. The beer cheese was perfect. Mm. It was unbelievable. Um, for my entree, I, I actually had uh, it was called a, this real simple dish. It's called the steak and uh, mushroom pasta, which doesn't sound too fancy, but they use very thin slices of filet mignon on top of a butter. I'm sorry, a, what do you call that? The uh, bow tie pasta. Mm. You could taste the red wine in the sauce. Okay. They use portobello mushrooms um she asked me for a dollar more would you like to have some garlic bread with it and i said yes that was the absolute right decision to make right my meal was so ridiculously good and flavorful and tasty it may have been the best meal i've had in central florida since i've lived here yet at a sports bar at a sports bar my daughter ordered chicken tenders from the kids meal now this is how you know when a place is legit they didn't give her scraps. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go to a nice restaurant and they give the kids like the, the lower class meals. Her chicken tenders were so flavorful and, and, and the, the breading on the chicken tender was so rich. It was so good. Uh, it was just the whole, my whole meal was unbelievable. I got what they call the Big Dipper. Mm-hmm. It was um, shaved prime rib. Yes. With a horseradish aioli. Yes. Uh, my mouth is watering. Yeah. Um, and there was melted cheese and those crispy onions. Yeah. In in a fresh, warm um Aju. Yeah, Aju, but it, even the bread was like it was like soft. But crunchy on the outside. It was so good, and I had a side of tater tots yep. that I dipped into this custom um, ranch sauce and yep. blue cheese that they had. I had to I had to do that. Yes, and we kept the beer cheese because we didn't use it all in the pretzels. And I dipped one of your tater tots in the beer cheese and it was holy you guys when we say yeah when we say that this place was so good yeah it like you were i was mesmerized it is uh one of these days we'll do a ranking of like our top five top 10 post-lunch places we've been to um but we have agreed um unanimously just the two of us it is the best lunch spot we've been to 
Like Al Pouillon is good, and we reference that a lot. We really like Kava. I need to get back to pickles because I know pickles is good. I know pickles is better than right. the sandwich that I got, the meal that I got. Um, Yummy House, right? There's been so many of these really good places. This place is a different I, league. It's a different league. We've been playing minors this entire yes. time. It's a different We went to league. a major league game today. So if you are ever in the Orlando area, if you live in the Orlando area, you have got to check this place out. We talked to the waitress a little bit and we said, hey, like, this food is amazing for like a sports bar. She's like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, she's like, was confident, right? Yeah. She said his wife is very lucky, the guy that owns the place. Yes. And I said, I, I can't imagine. So this guy has a passion for food and right. probably has passion for sports. And you open a sports bar with amazing food. On my way to the t- terrible bathroom, I peeked into the kitchen. Yeah. It was spotless in there. It was organized. Mm-hmm. They, they were like, it, this is not a sports bar. Man. It, it's a fantastic restaurant that happens to sell alcohol and they watch sports sometimes. The, um, the our waitress and another guy who I assume was a server told us that if you like the food, you have to come for the brunch. That their, their brunch is on a whole nother level. They said that he makes a Hawaiian roll French toast yeah. that makes you want to slap somebody. Yeah. And the biscuits and gravy are to die for. Yeah. Yeah. This is called the Back Porch. It's in Longwood, Florida. Ladies wow. and gentlemen, you have to, have to, have to visit this. I, I called my wife right after and I said, we're going on a date here. I was texting Stacy while yeah. I was eating food saying, I'm going to bring you here. Um, which segues into the next thing. Um, we... Um, we have a Instagram now. We do have an Instagram now. It's called post lunch underscore podcast. Yes. Um, so Say that you, again. Say that again. Post lunch underscore podcast. Yeah. So you need to follow. Yeah. So you can see pictures of our food that we had today. Yep. We'll have um, like maybe the the restaurants tag. Yeah. Call that. They're at. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good idea. We do that. We'll Stacey our, did that for um, the last place we went to the the Anthony's coal fire pizza. We'll tell our social media person to. Um, as good as Anthony's coal fire pizza was, this place is just that much better. Now, it's that much different. Yes. So I think it's not a fair comparison. In the rating, I give this place a home run. Yeah. I, and I think what's not to say it's not a grand slam. There's there's runners on base. It's not a grand slam because the bathroom was not great for me. You know what? You know what that tells me? But it was a sports bar. Everybody has something they have to work on. Amen. Right? Right. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's no perfect. No place is perfect. Um, so yeah, follow us on Instagram, social media. We just want to thank you guys for listening yes. each week. And, um, there is a place too, if you'd like to support us with, uh, monthly donations, you're more than welcome to do that podcast, um, Spotify for podcasters told me to say that. Really? Yeah. Okay. One other thing is kind of a big deal. Yes. This will be our last time on the blue mic. Yes. You guys, we finally got, um, some <laughs> legit equipment, real podcasting equipment. We'll be in. In the next uh, couple days, the next time you listen to us, my voice will no longer sound like this, but it will sound like this because the microphones are going to be amazing. Yes. So that's a big deal for us. Lots of big things happening here on the pod. Um, Post lunch underscore podcast on Instagram. A lot of you have given us feedback that you really like some of the segments we do. We do uh, nice news. Um, What else we do? Oh, Gen Z literacy. <laughs> <laughs> but like our actual segments. Yeah, um, we did nice news. We did, uh, what was the other one? We had one recently. Oh, I forgot. Gosh, we don't even know our own podcast. No. Um, but anyway, uh, one of the segments we introduced this year uh, is movies millennials may have missed. And so today 
uh, we're going to do another uh, segment on movies millennials may have missed. Movies millennials may have missed. So, um, when I was a kid... Which was many moons ago. I mean, a handful or more. Yeah, like 30 moons. Well, it depends on how many... Oh, wait, that's a a lot... (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's 30 moons in a month. Like 3,000 moons ago. I don't know. Let's not talk about that. Um, When I was a kid, I uh, was probably allowed to watch things I shouldn't have been watching. Uh, And one of those was uh, Terminator. Okay. Somehow, someway, at however old I was... 10 years old, I watched Terminator. 10 years old? Probably, right? I mean, when that movie came out, 85? That's my that's my guess. Um, that's your guess? That's my guess. Uh, something like that. Um, and it's definitely not a movie I recommend for, like, little kids and that kind of stuff. I mean, it definitely has a couple, like, scenes in it that are uh, not the best. But uh, overall, that movie is just one of those movies I, I just will always remember as a kid. And um, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's been sent back in time. When did you say it was? To kill somebody. I went 85. 87? 1991. Terminator? Terminator 2. No, Terminator. I'm talking about Terminator. Oh, Terminator 1. Yeah, Terminator. Oh, oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah, no, no. I know T2 was was 90s. So so he gets sent back in time to to, to basically kill somebody because this person um, creates this thing called Skynet. That's like... You know, AI type stuff. We've been talking about AI on the pod a little bit recently. And uh, it's just a great movie. He's he's called the Terminator. He's hard to kill, almost in, almost completely indestruct, indestructible. Um, and it's just one of those movies, every time it's on, if I'm flipping through like TBS or something. It's a cool movie. It's a cool it's movie, It's a cool man. movie. It's a very cool movie. Arnold's in all the leather and stuff. He's got his sunglasses. Do you he's, think this is when like the term blockbusters was like coined around, uh, that's probably around this. No, era. I think I think I think Star Wars was probably that was one of your first big block. And then yeah, then they had the summer blockbusters that would start coming out every sort of year. Okay, you know. But here's the interesting thing about Terminator. Now, many millennials may have missed this movie. Maybe they've heard about Terminator, that kind of thing, but you never actually like sat down. But to me, I bet the the average millennial would say, you know, I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I've never sat down to watch the whole thing. I say I'll be back every time I go to the bathroom. Right, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, but what's interesting about Terminator is it was known for years and may still be as the only, really only movie that the sequel was better. Mm. You can make the argument with Godfather and Godfather 2, but those movies are so close as far as they're both so great. Okay. But T2 was so much better than Terminator the original. 2 is my favorite out of the trilogy. Well, there's like a thousand of them. Yeah, I wouldn't even... Whatever. After like two, I didn't... Like the rest of them were kind of silly. But but T2. T2. So, so movies millennials may have missed is Terminator and Terminator 2. Yes. I watched this movie probably three or four times in, in 1991 when it came out. Yes. Um... I it, it's amazing it, it and it was just it was just the coolest movie. Um, they introduced the technology at the time because the, they sent another Terminator back to to kill you know somebody back in time. But this one had like this um, what would you call that? Like liquid metal. It's like liquid metal, so it could like become different people. You could shoot it, and then it goes right back into form and, and like sword hands and stuff. Yeah, it was basically indestructible. But this is it was just such a cool movie, and it also. Um, there was a band, the rock and roll band, that was very popular at the time. Okay. And they had the theme song for that movie. And that band is called Guns N' Roses. And they had a song called You Could Be Mine. And this is just one of the most, like, 
coolest rock and roll jam songs Dang. of all time. And it was attached to T2. Uh, so movies millennials may have missed. If you missed Terminator and Terminator 2, again, um, they're they're probably both walking the line there. And bro, when he's you know, on the motorcycle yeah. and he reloads that double barrel shotgun yes. one handed, yes. and it's like rotating in his hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you're not familiar with these movies at all, stay away from T2 until you finish T1 because you will not like T1 if you watch T2 first. No, no, not not so much that because Terminator One is. All about Arnold Schwarzenegger trying to kill this, like these, these, this, this woman. Right. Um, and then it's a very interesting plot twist in T two. What right. that movie's about. Yes. So, anyway, there we have it. Um, we've been talking a little bit about AI. When I went down for my walkabout in Fort Lauderdale with my good friend John Hernandez and um, kind of seeking some vision for my life, for the church, for, you know, where we're heading and all that. Uh, I got to do lunch, uh, dinner with him, uh, my friend Kanata, who we'll have on the pod here one of these days, uh, and John's cousin, Lewis. And they started talking to me about chat GPT and right. all of that stuff and AI. And they assured me that, that AI will not become Skynet and will not take over the world. Yeah, that was just months ago. That was just months ago, but it seems like things have changed. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so um, for those of you who don't know, I'm not a professional podcaster. I don't, this is not what I do for my life, my like my day job. Don't quit your day job. Right, I don't. <laughs> uh, I I actually, um, I, I work in the church, but specifically I'm a graphic designer for a couple churches. Mm-hmm. And so um, I make art for a living, like digital art, right? Yeah. And um, this is recently... Just within the last like forty eight hours, <laughs> I uh, I feel like I might be losing my job soon. Would that be an epiphany? I don't know. And maybe it's the Holy Spirit warning me to like, like learn other skills. Learn another skill. Hey, set. my brother Billy always said the world will always need plumbers. Yeah, maybe I need to join the union or something. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was uh, e- okay. The a- AI art is a little janky still. Some of it. Like it, it can't well, do pause because you're talking to an audience. Not all of them realize that AI does more than just answer questions. Okay, fine, fair, fair. Okay, so I use ChatGPT every week for for my job. I, I write YouTube descriptions and social media posts and all that stuff. Comes in, it comes in handy quite a yeah, bit. Yeah, it's a great tool, a great great resource. My fear is this: AI art. I used it today. And Photoshop, there's a beta Photoshop that you can run. Photoshop is like software that you use to like make artwork, right? right? And um, this image that I was using needed more, like the background needed to be expanded more. And not just like, there's a tool that's called Content Aware. Right. Where you you would do that and it would just kind of like copy and paste over and over and right, over. Right, right, right. It was like, oh, nice try. Right. But, but now there's a generat- generative and AI tool that you can say fill and not just fill but like um specifically i have i was there's these two bears it's like a little baby bear and a daddy bear and they're in the woods and i said fill this area with a um with a breakfast right like a breakfast table yeah and it was incredible yeah like i don't have i didn't have to do anything i i said no actually i want it to be um give me a, a boat deck with fishing tackle 
And it did it. And it did it. So people that are like young and getting into the graphic design business and stuff, like this is something that they need to be paying for. I mean, paying attention for. Paying attention to. Okay. Like think about it this way. You know, a long time ago, we didn't have automatic, you know, um, what do you call that? The pack your own bags, you know, when you're leaving a grocery store. Okay. Self-checkout. Okay. Like that started becoming a thing. But all of a sudden, like, so if you were a child and you always wanted to, like, be, a, like, a Publix employee. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're starting, those jobs are fading away more right. and more. Not a Publix, though. Publix doesn't have that. The one by my house does now. Does it? Yeah, they just put it in. Scary. Yeah. So, anyway, it's the same thing where, like, it's, like, eliminating jobs. Here's how it's really affected things. Check this out. So, I'm on some um, Facebook pages for, like, kids storytelling and uh, illustrations and that kind of a thing. Okay. Um, and people are now receiving payment from an author and saying, I will illustrate your book for you uh, going straight to whatever that would be. Some AI art some thing. Some AI art thing. And then giving them that back. They did no work and they illustrated the book in an hour. Wow. And they just give it back to them. Here's the thing. But no, but listen, this is where it's messy because then who owns that? Right. Does the program own it because they generate it and they say that's what it is and now what's happening is an author's like oh great thanks for illustrating this for me they go to publication they put it out there and now they're like oh no that's not your art right right and that's just some generated art from some ai program there are a bunch of artists who are like up in arms would be wrong to say but are upset because ai has to sample from some sort of right data set. right and for it just to like look at some artwork and, be, and the AI generates based off of something that you created, like, well, then the originator of that art owns it. Right. That's where it starts. It's to get messy. messy. It's messy. So, so here I am as a, I would call myself like a senior designer. I've been doing this for a long time. Right. I'm not some novice. No, you're pretty level. darn good at what you do. And so I think that AI is going to remove entry level design positions. Right. Which means that there will be positions for like upper level designers, but how do you ever get good if you don't you ever do good? anything? Right. And like I told you today, I use the illustration of like my, my like when the calculator became a thing, right. whenever that was, people are like, well, what do I need to learn how to do math for anymore? I can just put it in here and it does it for me when I hit enter. Right. Like that's kind of the, what's happening with art now. That it's, it's crazy to me. I think, okay. So in, in jest, I said my job is in jeopardy. Right. I think more <laughs> it's the field that I'm in. Right. I think that you don't need to pay somebody to make social media posts for you anymore. Well, you probably still do, right? But it's, that's, need... but another, like, what, what's it look like in five years from now? Right. So um, here's the thing. I think you will always need a mentor. Well, yeah. I think you will need somebody to walk alongside you and grow you into that next position. position or that next level of designer. Or fill in the blank. Whatever. For me, it's a graphic designer, right? or filmmaking or whatever that thing looks like for you. AI can't do that for you. Right. AI needs a mentor. AI needs, yes. They need they need someone who's putting in the right data. And so I, I just, it's an interesting thing. I'm sitting here in the computer this morning and I'm just, I'm blown away by the accuracy and the technicality of the replacement that it did on the piece that I was working on. Right. So, right. And it's just getting started. Yeah. And I'm, so I'm using it as a tool, not as a replacement. I just, it's crazy. It's scary. It's interesting. Um, I don't know if it's going to be Skynet, but 
at the rate it's going, bro, like maybe. Who knows, I, who right? Knows? So speaking of um, children's book illustration, 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 I can't say that. Illustrators. Yes. Um, I have an update. On your okay, yeah, the, yeah, the so, kids book. Yeah, so for those of you that have been following with us since episode one, whoa, bro, um, deep. Yeah, by the way, shout out, thanks for sticking with us all this time. Uh, my, I am, I found an illustrator. Now I found an illustrator before, and then we got ghosted. We got ghosted. Um, but this young lady, I have now made the payment, and she's working on the cover for Filbert the Mouse. It <gasps> is due to me in. About 13 days from today. Wow. So she says it's probably going to take a couple months to do it right, to illustrate it and everything. She's um, into watercolors and all that. It's going to have a very traditional I Winnie the Pooh type feel to it. I'm so excited for you. So, yeah. So we'll, get, we'll give some updates as we go. Hopefully, man, I'll have that thing printed sometime by the end of the year. It would be great. Awesome. And just in time for Christmas, maybe? Just in time for Christmas would be great. Wow, bro. Yeah. I'll buy one for the kids. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really like the story. I've talked about it a little bit before. I don't want to get too much into it, but it is um, a story that, in some ways, has been passed down from my family. Do you so. think? Do you think once the book is done, we, you don't have to make a commitment. You can think about it. But do you think we can do a reading? You know, I thought about it. I think we could do a reading, maybe of a couple pages. That would be so just fun. to kind of whet the appetite a little bit. Yeah, that would be really fun. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the one story other thing: be, the story behind the story. The story behind the story. Yeah. yeah. Oh, like, I love like that. Like how VH1 used to do behind the scenes whatever. whatever. Um, VH1. What the heck? They're still, still around. The show. Yeah, that, that show VH1's <laughs> around. The channel's still around. I don't know what's on there. Like Kardashians or something. Who knows, bro? You know what's funny? I was in the car with my daughter, Annalise, today. And uh, she's actually going to be on the show today. We'll be bringing her on in just a few moments. Uh, but I usually have my phone connected to my my truck my, through Bluetooth. And I right. just listen to whatever I want to listen to, whether it's a podcast, uh, music, whatever. Uh, but today I didn't. And I, I scanned the radio, which I haven't done in forever. Okay. Well, apparently it's been so long that Annalise has never seen me do it before. Whoa. So as I'm scanning the radio, she's like, Daddy, why... So they have so many different varieties of like music and people talking and stuff. And I said, oh, well, because there's a lot of different people out there in the world that like different things. She's like, oh, okay. And I could see she was still processing this. And I said, oh. And it occurred to me she doesn't understand why there would be radio. Why would radio exist? Like, <laughs> like FM and AM. And that's not a slight on her. That's right, just, it's it's just, just a generational thing. Right. So I told her that we used to listen to the radio when we were younger. And, and I would find a, a, a genre of music and a radio station I would like, and I would listen to it. <laughs> and you program it to number four. Right. Or five. Right. right. And that, that was before podcasts and everything. And that was, you know, before just, if I wanted to listen to a song, I had to wait until that song came on the radio. Unless, and then oftentimes I would record it with my cassette tape. Yeah, or unless you made a mixtape. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, or got the CD or whatever. But So I thought that was interesting this morning. One final thing before we jump in. I am uh, preaching tonight to... Uh, the Youth Ministry of Authentic Church. That's really cool. My my Verity Youth. Uh, it's just so Verity it's, Youth. It's Verity. I'm saying, but like if you right. would look it up on Instagram, My Verity Youth. Uh, Verity Youth. And uh, so I, I got a little sermon I've been working on. And uh, see if the old man, the old youth pastor still got it. I, you probably do. I hope so. So with all that said, uh, we have a guest today. Yes. And it is, uh, I would like to welcome. Wait, before you do the w- big welcome. Okay. This young lady. Okay is probably our number one fan. She is our number one fan. She is a faithful weekly listener. Yes. Um, from what I've heard from you, um, she listens to our podcast every day. Yes. Uh, I, I, it, I can't go home without hearing my voice. 
Okay. And it's on the and your voice. <laughs> and uh, so there are times where my wife will say, "I don't want to hear Anthony and Kevin's voice right now. Like turn that thing off, right?" Which I was like, "I, I get it. Yeah, I get. Makes I, sense. I get it. It, it makes, makes sense. sense. Yeah." Um, but yes, Annalise is uh, probably the the biggest fan of post lunch. Okay. Um, and she is here today, so please make some noise for my friend and yours, Annalise. Say hello, Annalise. Hi, people out there. <laughs> awesome, Annalise. Um, you are the middle child, right? Yes. I am. Okay. And how old are you? I'm 11 years old. 11. Wow, it's wow. a big one. Yes, I remember. Because I've lived with you before. You lived in a hatch. Yeah, yeah. in the basement of your house. Yeah. And I remember when Annalise, when you were born, mm-hmm. and j- just so cute. And now she's like mm-hmm. like a grown-up. I know. I can't believe it. I know. 11 years ago. 11 years ago. But here we are today. So we wanted to bring Annalise on because um, they have, they being Julia and Annalise and Joey, my three kids, they have just the most amazing mother. Yeah. And um, we have walked through some difficult seasons with our kids, as any parent has. Seasons of bullying, seasons of, you know, you name it, right? Uh, and it's always it always blows my mind to hear how my daughter Julia or Annalise handled a situation like no other 11-year-old would. Right. Seriously. Like, the things they say, like, I feel, like, convicted. Like, I need to, like, be behaving better, you know, with my friendships and whatnot. So we brought Annalise onto the show today because we wanted to ask her some questions to see if we could learn a little bit about friendships and bullying a little bit. From, um, the, from the viewpoint of an 11-year-old. Yes. Fifth grade. Going, yes. A rising sixth grader. Yes, going into middle school. Yes. Um, but here's what's interesting. As as her and I talked about this a little bit and where I really got this idea from, I, I realized, oh, no, this is stuff adults need to hear, too. Yes. So adults are going to learn out of the mouth of a babe. Yes. Okay? So here we go. Annalise, you ready for a question? Yes, I am. Okay, I'm going to speak nice and loud, right? Yes. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever been bullied before? I have totally been bullied before. Uh, by who? By a lot of people. A lot of people? Dang. Like all at once or? No. Through first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, now fifth grade. Really? Yes. Bullying is a big part of my life. Really? Being bullied. Yes. No. Yes. Wow. Okay. Well, can you give us like one instance where you have um, been bullied and experienced that maybe by somebody at school or wherever? Uh... Yeah, so in fifth grade last year, there was this girl, I'm not going to say her name, but she bullied me quite a lot. She tried to turn my best friend away from me. And then what happened? How'd that make you feel when she tried to turn your best friend away from you? That can't be a good thing. I was, I felt hurt because my friend actually started believing that the lies that that girl told her. And then I just, and then I thought I lost a, a good friend that day. Oh, because and, of, like, gossip and somebody, like, trying to be mean. Yeah, except I still have been out. She, she's still my friend now. We still text each other. The friend, not the bully. Yeah, not the bully. Okay. Okay. Baba, any questions? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I I have been, unfortunately, on the other side of it. Right. When I was younger, when I was mm-hmm. in middle school, um, I was a bully. And I, and I, and I, like, looking back at it now, it's like, dang, dude, I suck. Yeah, because you bullied people. Yeah, specifically one kid. Yeah? Yeah. What was his name? His name was Corey Petri. Corey Petri. Did you call him like Corey Petri dish or something? All the, like all sorts of stuff. Yeah. 
He was just like to call somebody an easy target. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of like that situation. We were we were in the same band class together. Okay, so you're both nerds. Kind of, but I played trumpet and he played trombone. So, like, there's, like, a hierarchy. Is know? there really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Would yeah. people agree with that? I think so, bro. Okay, and then saxophone trumps both of you guys? No. Really? Yeah, no. Dude, trumpet is, like, S tier. Top tier. Really? Yeah. I would have thought saxophone would have been. No. What That's... about the tuba kids? No, the tuba kids just, like, they, they just chill out. They're in the back. They just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it was Corey, and I just, like, I, I don't know. He just, he, he made me angry. Okay. But you were a hurt kid because you went through a lot. Do you think there was kind of hurt people, hurt people yeah. type thing? <laughs> What's the word that people like? He was like a narc. Oh, he was always like telling on people? Yeah. He was always telling on people and like getting me in trouble. I was like, dude, chill out, Corey. Uh, yeah. Stop being so lame, dude. So he brought some of it on himself. There's never an excuse okay. to be bullied. Wouldn't you agree, Annalise? I agree with you totally. Yeah. Like it doesn't matter what somebody does. Like bullying is not the answer. There's never an excuse, but there can be a reason. Right, but like that's to, what I'm saying. That was the reason he. But gave. to say, but to say, like he brought it on himself is like no, bro. Like talking to myself. Right. Don't be such a jerk. Right. So do you ever feel, you ever think about this guy? Is like he, does he show up in your dreams and you like apologize never, to him? Never. Ever. Really? But when we when you said we're gonna be talking about bullying, he is the only one in all of my. This was in middle school, so like seventh and eighth grade. He's the only one that I like actually bullied. Bullied. Okay. And it wasn't like I'm gonna fight you and stuff like that, but like. I would take jabs because he would, like, get me in trouble and stuff like that. And I would get the class laughing against him and, like, right. calling him, like, names and stuff. But So, Annalise, um, have you ever seen someone be bullied before? I've seen a bunch of people be bullied. But um, one person that stood out specifically was this girl. She used to be on the same bus as me. And she used to get bullied. People used to call her all these terrible words, the B word, they used to say the F word at her, they used to flick her off. Words we don't use on post-lunch. No. Right. Flick her off, what is that? Like the middle finger. <gasps> yeah. Come on, dude. Wow. <laughs> that's that's awful. Was she your age or was she younger or older? Uh, yeah, she was my age. And this is elementary school, by the way. Dang. And I'm so glad that I'm not going to that school anymore. That's... Okay. So let's get this, let's come back to this girl for a moment. Did you say anything or do anything or did you speak up for her or? I tried to help her, but those people just did the same exact thing that they did to her. They did it to me. Really? And then, and then the bus driver got involved and then he said, I don't want you talking to her. I don't want, uh, he said that to the boys and then the boys, they just sat next to her and then they started doing that same thing behind the bus driver's back. And then the girl's parents got involved Whoa. and it just went crazy after that. How did all this make you feel with this girl, seeing her get bullied like that? It just made me upset, like how, why people do that in this world. Right. It's like, I don't understand. It just made me feel upset, hurt. I pray for her sometimes, but. Like, did you yeah. have a relationship with her or you just knew her on your bus? Like, did you have classes with her? She was my friend. She was in my third and fourth grade class. Oh, okay. So like, whatever her name was, let's just say like, let's call her Stacy, right? Okay. <laughs> let's just, okay. So, so you would see her like when you get off the bus, you'd be like, Hey, Stacy, are you okay? Like what, what was the conversation like? I just talked to her and I tried to help her like get through this. Sometimes she would come off the bus crying and mm. that made me feel just sad inside. Oh. So when, when they would say the same things to you, right? Like when, 
you said the, those boys turn and then they started bullying you. Did you feel, um, did you feel as like sad for yourself also, or were you more focused on this other girl? I was more focused on her like, because it just doesn't bother me. I say all these things in my head and I'm like, I want to say something to them, but I just don't, I just leave. So you felt like a protector in that moment? Like, did you, like when you were standing up to those kids and like, hey, stop it. How did that make you feel inside? Uh, I felt like I was helping, but it didn't do anything. I tried to help, but th th that's like what I said. But if just like I tried to talk and it just didn't help at all. Even when you try to talk to her. Yeah. But maybe you don't think it helped much. But when she looks back on this, she may remember somebody that spoke to her and smiled at her and spoke kindly to her, you know, because okay. you don't know in the moment, maybe somebody's going through something and they don't know how to respond. But when they look back on a situation, they may say, you know, I always remember Annalise was one that always, you know, what's either whether she spoke up for me or she smiled at me or she tried to encourage me. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, Annalise, I think you are considered a good friend. I think your friends really, really um, love you and care for you. Um, what are some things that you look for in a good friend? A person who loves God, a funny person, somebody who's willing to to like stand up for me, and somebody that I can talk to about my problems, and somebody that that can also talk to me about their problems. Okay. And dang, she's uh, eleven. Yeah, I know. <laughs> How um, big of a deal is it that the person actually listens to you and doesn't just talk the whole time? That's what I was saying to my mom this morning. I was saying, I don't want some a friend who who just talks over me all the time and says, I don't really care what you say. I just want to like do my own thing. And I don't really want a friend like that. I would say, I don't. hey, I don't really want to be friends with you. You've talked over me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So have you told someone before... Um, this is what we would call like conflict management or whatever. <laughs> have you have you told someone before that you know this is not we're not a good um, duo to be friends? Like, have you ever told someone before? Like, I don't think we're meant to be friends, or like even in the season of life. Or have you told someone that before? I have. There was this girl in my class last year. She would just be so rude. It was the same girl who tried to turn my best friend oh, okay. on. Mm. She, I said, I'm gonna try to, ha I'm gonna try to be your friend, but I don't. I'm putting up these boundaries, and she just crossed the boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> so she put some boundaries in place, and yes. she crossed the boundaries. Good for you, Annalise. Can I'm you, proud of you, dude. Can you tell us one of those boundaries that she crossed? To not talk over me like that. Oh. oh she did that all the time. She would just talk over you. Yeah. Okay, so you're like, this is this is not going to work out. Wow. You know, here are the, here are the boundaries that are in place. I, I feel like if, if everybody could just put into practice what she just said, yeah. we would be a better society. Yes. You're not meant to be friends with everybody. Right, but like the, the amount of patience and foresight that Annalise had, and that was a couple years ago, right? And that was the past year. Last year. So fourth grade. Like... The ability to process your own feelings, Annalise, articulate that out to somebody else at the risk of losing that relationship. Right. And standing firm saying like, no, I respect myself enough to know that I don't like when you talk over me. It's rude and it's inconsiderate. 
for her to do that at that age is that, that's incredible to, to vocalize that to vocalize that <laughs> right. and to stand firm right. when it happened she said well i set up the boundary and right. clearly you crossed it so maybe you don't respect this relationship enough yes there are women in their 50s that can't do that what i'm saying is this is amazing <laughs> i'm sorry it was in 5th grade not 4th grade 5th grade okay. got it got it yep do you think that you're a good friend my friends say i'm a good friend i think that i am but there's always room for improvement. Right. Mm. Okay. So what needs to be improved now? To, <laughs> to... You don't have to answer that if you don't want to. I can if I... If what, I what is something that you're working on in yourself right now? Trying to wait till people are done and having patience for when they're done talking. Because sometimes I just want to talk and talk and oh. talk and talk. So the same boundary you created for someone else, you're working wow, on. Bro. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe that's why that was such an important boundary for you because you see that you you struggle with that yourself sometimes. Wow. Hmm. Wow. I'm stuff. like being ministered to right now. <laughs> I'm like learning. Awesome. Um, have you ever hurt a friend before? Yes, I have. When I was younger in first grade or second grade, I told a friend... And she, well, she started this, and then I just got so upset that I started using the same words that she said. She called me ugly, she called me dumb, and then she just called me all these things. And then the next day, um, we both made a card for each other, and I called her all those things back, because I didn't, I wasn't, I was only in first grade, I had no idea what I was doing. And then we both made a card, we didn't even know that we, what we were doing, but we both made a card for each other, and then we brought it back on the same day. And then we're like, wow, how did we how did we think that? We just both made a card for each other. Okay. So you came home from school that day, you probably felt pretty bad. And you're like, oh, you're crying and you want to make this right. And you made a card for her. And she did the same thing. Yeah. Wow. It's good stuff. Um, yeah, the second part of the question is just how did you make things right? And it sounds like you made things right. So um, do you have any final thoughts about anything as it pertains to bullying and friendship? Anything you'd like to add to the conversation before we close? Yeah. I think if you're being bullied, but, but they keep stopping and saying, I actually want to be your friend, and then they just keep switching to bully you, I think just step out of that relationship with that friend. Mm. Like forever for just like a season or what? For just as long as you think. Oh, that's good. That's good because sometimes people... Um, will kind of play you like that. You yeah. know, they'll hurt you and they say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't really mean it. And let's hang out. And, and then they do it again. So you're saying when you see a pattern of hurts, a pattern of abuse, a pattern of pain, whatever it may be, you realize, oh, they're not really trying to make things right. They, they have problems, maybe self-control with the way they treat me. And so you're better than that, right? To let someone treat you that way. Yes. Yeah, you're worth, you're worth more than being walked all over. Awesome, very cool. Okay, so Annalise, um, you were in the office the other day, and I noticed you had this this big duffel bag full of stuff. What is what's this like passion that you have going on right now? This little, little hobby, I guess, or a, what? What are you working on? I'm crocheting. It okay. was a big bag full of yarn, just to the brim. It had hooks. It had a pair of scissors, and it had a bunch of like needles and stuff. Okay. And so, what are you like? What are you working on right now? Two things. I'm trying to make a small little purse. Just so you know, I'm not that good at these things. I'm just <laughs> working on it. Um, but I'm also trying to make a fall blanket for my dad. He really wanted one. Yeah, I saw that. And so the colors are very fall looking. And it was, uh, 
when it when you said I'm working on this blanket for the fall, it's like it makes sense. You have to start now because it looks yes. like it's going to take a long time. Well, especially when you're learning. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, do you have any plans for the summer? Um. Well, my family said that we're going to try to go to the beach. So I'm just hoping that'll happen. I don't know when. I don't we'll know. go to the beach. I don't know if we're going to stay the night at the beach, but that we'll... was Julie's idea, not mine. Well, we're going away for like two weeks. Oh yeah. That's a big deal. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through, let's see, Florida. <laughs> she wants to go through a bunch of states. Okay. So we're going to go through Florida and then Georgia. Okay. And then I I want to say North Carolina. Yeah, North Carolina because we're going to, we're going to, you don't know this. We're going to stay, uh, we're going to stay in the Great Smoky Mountains. Whoa. Yeah. What's so that? It's the mountains. It's a mountain range and part of the Appalachian Mountains in, um, oh, North, cool. in North Carolina. The reason they call it the Smoky Mountains is there's always clouds and all that stuff so it looks like it's constantly smoky there it's cool oh that, that sounds cool and then we'll go through tennessee we might hit up knoxville never been there check okay. that one off the list and we're going all the way up to columbus mm-hmm. and on the way back we're going to go through charlotte which we have some friends there we'll see and then we'll come home nice um, we'll probably stop in sonoy georgia again for mommy um, because that's where The Walking Dead was filmed. Nice. And Mommy can't be there enough. That's like her home away from home. <laughs> nice. Mommy's a big Walking Dead fan. I found her watching it in the kitchen when she was ma- when she was making food. Yeah, she has it playing in front of her while she does pretty much everything. Nice. So, Well, thanks for joining the pod. It's great having you on today, baby. You're welcome. It was cool. I've been excited when you said we're going to have Annalise on the podcast to talk about bullying. I thought that's such a cool idea Yeah. to have her, especially... Because she's such an avid listener, too. So Yes. I um, bet you're going to go back and, like, critique yourself and, like, <laughs> play the tape. Play it again. How can I get better? Um, so um, one of the things that Annalise and I have been doing recently, it, was, it started out as kind of a family thing, but then Julie wanted to watch basketball instead, and then Joey falls asleep. and uh, But we have been going through the old 80s sitcom ALF together. Mm-hmm. And you like that? I like ALF. Yeah, I like old shows and movies. Yeah, they're the, her and Julie are the biggest Full House fans you've ever met. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've probably watched every episode a bunch of times, and there's a lot of episodes. Wow. There's eight seasons. You watched them all? Yes, like 25 episodes in each season. Yeah, she's a huge fan. But I went to Acme Superstore. Shout out to Acme Superstore, yes. by the way. That place is awesome. If you're in the greater Orlando area, you need to go to the Acme Superstore. It is also in Longwood, and it is just a vintage toy shop, comic shop, Pokemon I Everything, mean, bro. Collectible, all 80s, 90s, and today. I mean, it's unbelievable. There's, they have a thousands and thousands of Star Wars toys, right? Is that accurate? Yeah, like unreal amounts of everything. So we went, uh, took the fam on Saturday, and um, it was the first time I think uh, most of my family had been there. Um, and we just kind of, we hung out for an hour. You can kill an hour in this place. And Easily. we just walked every aisle, Barbies, Gremlins. The Office, Seinfeld. I mean, they have everything, everything. you could ever imagine. So everything. Much. And up on top, one of the um, shelves, they had an old original from the the, the mid eighties, um, Alf stuffed animal. Yeah. And I grabbed them and I looked at them and it's one of those things I knew I should have bought and I didn't. Dang it, man! But I went back yesterday. <gasps> okay. And it was still there and I bought them. So now swiped them up. Yeah. So now, so who, here's who watches every night. We go home and we watch. It's me, Annalise. Uh, Alf the stuffed animal and our dog Carson. Okay. We all snuggle together and watch Alf. And the other kids, sometimes they pass uh, by. Joey's there. Joey will, will make it through an episode or two and then he starts to fall asleep. And then Julia's watched probably about half of them with us. But she, like, I think the game's on tonight so she's going to want to watch Jimmy So Butler she'll be on the, the patio. She, she will literally sit there and watch all of the Heat game and root for Jimmy Butler. Wow. 
Yeah, she's that big of a basketball fan. And then you and Elise are just chilling on the couch watching Alf. Yeah. yeah, and if the game gets good, I'll, I'll, I'll take a Swing peek. by and say, yeah. hey, are you okay out here? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, so Julie and I will be together in youth group tonight because Julie is now in youth group. Okay, That's she's, crazy. She's a sixth grader, soon to be seventh grader. Uh, so that's that. Yeah. So If you scroll all the way back on my Instagram, I think my first or second picture is one of me holding Julia when really? she's a newborn. That's cool. Really? Yeah. She's <clears throat> like a little like a little Julia. And now she's like as tall as me. 5'1". She's, yeah, she's, I think she's probably 5'2". She's almost oh, at yeah. Stacy's height. Yeah, she's huge, man. Yeah. Your kids are huge. Um, yeah, they're, they're just so tall, growing, growing like weeds. Um, hey, let me ask you a question. When we were out today earlier, it was storming. Remember mm-hmm. when I dropped you yeah. off with the, you know. Are you uh, afraid of lightning at all? Afraid? No. Do you have a healthy respect for it? Yes. Okay. But I'm afraid is not. So if there's like a storm going on and you have to run out to your truck.